Hey everybody, welcome back to the Graveyard Sith podcast. Uh this is um yeah, we missed last week's episode. Um yeah, migraines. Yeah, yeah. migraines life. Yeah. And the fact that you know it was only a half hour episode um well, well it, anyway, you know, it, it is what it is. Listeners can't complain. They're in for a fucking double bill. So. Exactly. So, yeah, so we're covering episodes both four and five of The Mandalorian tonight. And um, let's be honest, um, a lot has happened in these two episodes. Yeah, but before we jump into, you know, everything that went down, shit. Oh, yeah. Which one did you prefer? Ooh, that that's a tough one. More important stuff happened in episode five, but episode four was re- a really good um, character oh. building episode. Absolutely, even with with characters that we already know of, like Rose. Yeah, you know, for example. Exactly, you know, and it just it works. And so Jar Jar. Well. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, tell me, how do you feel about that, honestly? Uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to yeah. Because I have certain thoughts about that. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, yeah. We, we will get to it for sure. Uh, yeah. Well, before we jump uh, ahead with the show and shit, um, I know Alfonso and uh, two other people like reached out to me and said, like, you guys convinced me to watch Rebels. Like, oh, fucking, like, yeah. On the fucking Rebel shit, and I, I'm glad. You're in for a treat, let's just say that. But but did you did you continue Rebels? I, I continued Rebels. I'm on uh, season three now, about episode, I think, 11 or 12, something like that. Um, Essentially, I've just got to the part where... Um, uh, where... Darth Maul has essentially, like, come back to, like, Ezra and been like, you know, you have part of this information, I have the other part, and then, you know, we'll get yeah. it together, you know, and then he's like, like, oh, I know where he is, and then he ran Such off. Such a good arc, dude. It is. It really is. And I mean, something I find really interesting about the the character portrayals in Rebels is the fact I'm seeing... <clears throat> I'm seeing other stuff. Like, for example, you know, you got Darth Maul. You know, like, you see him, he's, like, uh, like manipulating Ezra and everything. But I get the feeling that part of it isn't manipulation. No, he's delusional, dude. That, well, he is delusional, don't get me wrong. Well, he needs him anyway. But I get the feeling he genuinely, like, if, if kind of like with Holdo... You know how like how I feel he actually likes Ezra. I think it's the same with Darth Maul. I think if Ezra had agreed to go with him, Holdo. I think um Darth Darth Maul. I think oh, he, but you said Haldo. Yeah, kind of like with Haldo as well because Haldo, you know, has this weird kind of love for Ezra. Haldo is the pink haired lady. No, I meant Hondo. My bad. Why did I say Haldo? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Oh fuck, dude! Like, no, the pirate, not the war criminal. Yeah, um, I was like, dude, I was so confused. Yeah, I meant Hondo. My, ugh, I don't know where my brain is. Um, no, but you know, there's like a, a genuine, like it seems to me, like a genuine 
like of Ezra. And I, I see the same thing with Maul. I think there's like a genuine, like he actually kind of likes Ezra. And he's like, you know what? Like the fact that he doesn't, you know, end up like becoming his like proper apprentice and everything. I think, you know, a part of Maul is actually a little sad about that. Well, Maul is sad all around anyway. He, he is. But, you know, it, it's weird because, you know, you see the Darth Maul from the Clone Wars, you know, and you see uh, him yeah, from the first movie and everything. Movie, yeah. But, dude, you know, there's this, there's just like, like, almost like, I don't know, like he cut, like he saw Ezra kind of as like, uh, like an, like almost like, I don't want to say an adopted brother because that doesn't sound right. Well, apprentice. Yeah, as an apprentice, but I think there was, like, he felt, the relationship between Maul and Ezra felt, like, to me, to be, like, almost, almost family. Yeah, and it seemed genuine. And, I mean, yeah, Maul is gonna manipulate and everything, because, you know, he's a Sith, that's what they do. But I oh, think... he's no longer a Sith. He hates the uh, Sith. He, he does, but he's, you know, once a Sith, always a Sith. Yeah, through that. You know, you can't you can't just turn that off. Um, you know, so yeah, Except part of if me. If you're Revan, maybe. Yeah, well, well, Revan turns it off, then turns it back on again, and you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, like, and and depending like, on how you play the game, you can go as dark as you like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through that. <laughs> Man, but, um, uh, one th- one thing I gotta ask you though, did mm-hmm. did you get to the mission where, uh, sorry, Chopper, uh gets in like a cargo ship and he meets like an imperial like uh well he's not really um well yeah he's an imperial droid but you know he's like a a fucking um why do i always why does astromech Always, always pops up. It, not the a fucking astromech, a fucking uh, what the fuck, dude? Protocol droid. Protocol droid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the one where like um, where Chopper's on there, and he said he essentially like befriends a Imperial protocol droid and like takes him. Yeah, and yeah. The droid is now with the team. I love that. I really do. It's just kind of, you know, it's like, come here, you're mine now. Chopper is still the fucking MVP of this show, dude. He is. Honestly, like, a show just about Chopper, I would watch it. Oh, dude. I would pre-order the shit out of, like, a Blu-ray set. I, I mean, dude, you wouldn't even need subtitles. Just, you know, let, you know, we get what he means 100% right what, away. What, what's the, the What's the latest, best moment of Chopper that you've seen? Oh, the, well, honestly, any time he's kind of on screen is, like, just awesome, but, um, it was, it was the episode with, um, what's it called, uh, what's that, oh, I'm having a brain fart, the, the, it can't of, be worse, with, it can't be worse than mine with fucking protocol droids, dude. <laughs> What what's the the guy called that's like essentially right now like the leader of the resistance? 
The resistance? Yeah, well, you know. The resistance is like after six. Well, you know, you know what I mean. Like the well, what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Not resistance. Um, Rebels. Yeah, kinda. The the. Oh, what's his name? He's like a Japanese guy or Sato Saito. Sango. Oh, uh, um. You, you know who I mean, right? Oh, dude, 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 we sound like fucking retarded fucking people that don't know what the fuck they're talking it's, about. But we know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, we do. Um, well, you know, you know who I mean, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The episode with his like nephew, where they have like that ship and they're like the Iron Legion or something they call themselves, and with their their very stupid battle strategies of like dropping cargo on ships and blowing them up. Mm. The the episode there where Chopper essentially gets in the fight with the other astromech droid because uh you know it's it's he's like uh it's not working the way he would want it to. <laughs> <laughs> I I love it. So good dude. It's so good. It really is. Oh man, that's gonna annoy me now. What's that guy's name? Holdo. Yeah, Holdo, there we go. He's a pink-haired war criminal. What do you expect? Yeah, uh, there's two of them now. Yeah. Oh, and and also, the best Hondo line I've ever heard was in an episode I watched just a bit ago. Just where he's like, um, you know, uh, like other people must have tried to come and come and get this. He's like, yes, but we have something they don't. We are desperate. Yeah, I love that. It's just it's like this plus like we are desperate. <laughs> he's so full of shit, this dude though. He is. He really is. But he's just so entertaining. Honestly, I prefer Hondo in Rebels than in Clone. Oh, Wars. I do, I do too because he's desperate. In fucking Rebels. Yeah, in Clone Wars, he's still like you know he's he's a great character, but Rebels really fucking flesh him out. Like oh in yeah, a good way like. Like he, like he's like um, he's even trying like everyone's fucking trying to like uh, have uh, Ezra on like oh yeah you know everyone wants him and yeah. it's really funny yeah and, and like dude Hondo every time like everyone's like well you basically like fled or you you just like you know you're a coward he's like oh no no everything was planned out i was like you know trying yeah. to do this and that is <laughs> i i love that it's like you know like he's totally full of shit you know he's totally full of shit he's but at the same piece of shit, dude. he is but at the same time you know you you like him i i, I do like him <laughs> he's like a genuinely enjoyable character Absolutely. And and you know he's just damn cool. True that, true that. We right. we need more Holdo. Oh, uh, Hondo. Oh. Oh, Hondo needs to kill Holdo before we, she commits her more crimes. Hondo. I don't know why why Holdo is in my head. I don't know. Oh, it's annoying. Goddamn war criminal. What's your fucking problem with Holdo? I I don't know. I mean, it's like. I, I, it's with the names being so similar. 
but still, you know, it's like one is a great character, the other not so much. It is a war criminal, yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. prefer pirate to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so let's jump into fucking Mandalorian. Oh yeah. All right, so just because you know it's gonna be a big ass show, so yeah, We've got everything written down. So go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so episode four. Uh you know, I don't even know where to where to begin. Episode four is a very short episode. It's the shortest episode we've had this season. At like, was it twenty four minutes? Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was. Looks, it looks around like twenty four or twenty eight some shit. Yeah. So you know, it's got it's certainly got um, a short runtime, but it packs a lot of stuff in there. You know, you have, um, you know, Mando and Grogu and Bo-Katan, all where we left them off the week before, you know, within the Mandalorian, what, what do they call it? A con, I keep wanting to say convert, but that's not the word. Con, con, convert, is that what they call it? Yeah. They're little... Heidi hole where they live. Um, it's a, a, con, a convert. Yeah, is that what they call it? Is that the convert, word they use? Convert or convert? Anyway. Yeah. So um, we get. Don't to ask see, me. I'm French Canadian. So. Yeah. So we get to see some uh, Mandalorian training with our boy, and his opponent, who's named Ragnar Vizsla. Now, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not going to throw, like, shade or whatever, but, you know, Ragnar, really? Fucking. You you name him after a Viking? Like, really? Really? Yeah, Ragnar is like Ragnar Lothbrok, uh, you know, one of the, like, a... A, le- a legit Viking. It's like a legit Viking name. I don't. I don't know. It's it's a strange thing. I don't know. I don't listen to Amanomar. So, <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. Um, everyone else has their you know space names or whatever, and then we just have Ragnar, and it's like, oh, that just seems like such. That seems like a bit of lazy writing to me. Um, maybe that. Maybe there's something to it that we don't know like maybe i don't know one of the writer's sons or whatever is named ragnar or really likes that name or something i don't know but it's a little iffy i'll just say that <laughs> who would name their son ragnar ragnar cardinal ragnar witherington well if you name your kid ragnar you either have to have balls of steel or you just have to hate your kid <laughs> maybe both uh, essentially you either have to teach your kid to like uh you know like essentially uh like blood eagle people or you yeah. have to yeah. just like okay. accept that your kid's gonna get and like, his and ass like, beat like every day and like like the first fucking music that he's gonna listen to is gonna be either like and so for um, or fucking <laughs> monomar some shit exactly exactly <laughs> No, so we we got them. We got a little training match, which is kind of interesting. I, I, because... I got something to say though. I got something to say about this yeah. real piece of shit. Go for it. 
I kind of fucking despise him. He's like, oh, he's he's small, you know, and we see his face and like, bro, do you know who's in front of you? Well, obviously, no, he doesn't. Because <laughs> I mean, the clothes it, fucking humiliates him and everything, and I'm glad I, he did. I love it just because. Well, first thing, it's like, well, what weapons do you want to use? Like, I'll use darts, and literally. It's not really like like paintball, but yeah, pretty much. But I just love that Mando has to literally teach him. It's like you know, put your hand out and make a fist, and that will make them fly out. Like he literally yeah, he doesn't want to do it. No, he, he doesn't quite. Do it. I just love though that he gets you know, like he's... yeah two shots. Like he's like kid, kid. I believe you. I've seen what you can do. Yeah, he's like show him. So he does. He, he he does his little jumpy thing that he does and takes out Ragnar Vizsla like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah. Which it's is damn so, cool. It's so cool. And it's great to see, like, like you know, here's this kid, you know. Well, basically, a foundling. He was, he, he was, never, he was never trained, you know, in the way of Mandalore or anything. No. I just find it really funny, though, because, I mean, let's be honest, though, uh, Grogu has an advantage no matter what, because when all said and done, he could totally force choke somebody if he wanted. Well, well, not only that, he he's Force-sensitive. He's exactly. powerful with the Force. He was trained by fucking Luke. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But he, he... I get a feeling that he doesn't want to, like, fight or hurts or you know i I, th- I think so but at the same time i think he is going to like like i said i expected the end of the mandalorian for us to see a scene of grogu in a bar somewhere with full mandalorian armor you know just I'm saying, sure, like, I'm you sure. know, uh, like i said dude I'm, I'm sure it's gonna hand with it's gonna end with uh grogu ruling mandalore who knows when it's gonna happen uh, I could, I, I would love how that. many years it'll take, but with what we got uh, during the last two weeks, it's kind of pointing to. Yeah, yeah. And let's be honest. I mean, Grogu's powerful, and he he's not like a menace to uh, anybody, really. I mean, yeah, because he's not like. Uh, Impulsive or anything, you know, you know, like just the the armor is like, uh, come, little one, uh, and you just see him walk. Yeah, just, and, I, I love that. I love seeing Grogu walk anywhere. Just, I, do, I do, love him. Do, 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 yeah, just <laughs> seeing him walk is a treat. It is honestly put an hour of just Grogu walking from one point to another, and you'd have a great show right there. Yeah, I watch it. I tune. I tune in every week. Easily, I, I tune it. Every day. There you go. <laughs> Behold the Church of Grogu. <laughs> Grogu's my boy, dude. Grogu is... He is. Gro- Grogu is awesome. And, you know... It's insane how... And, and, uh, I don't want to talk about the sequels, but... It's insane how... It's not, not only the fact that, you know, he's cute and shit, but... It's insane how can really grow uh, you can really 
enjoy watching like a relationship grow and mm-hmm. uh, characters grow to be something that maybe you expect, maybe you don't expect, but you're still interested. You're still mm-hmm. watching. You're invested, you know? It's well, well that's, how... that's exactly it. It's because we see the growth. Yeah, it's insane how good the Mandalorian does it, has been doing it for mm-hmm. now uh, three three years or maybe four years. I, well, anyway. I think four due to COVID and everything, you know? Yeah. It's insane how invested you, you become. It really like, is. Like I said, not only because he's cute or some shit, but he, this show really does it. And, you know, we're talking about Grogu, but, like, I'm interested in Bo-Katan. I'm mm-hmm. interested in Finn, even fucking uh, Paz Vizsla. I'm interested that, you know. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm interested. That's something I can definitely say about this episode. It made Paz Vizsla an interesting character. Because yeah. up until this point, he was just kind of like... We, we knew, like, you know, the Vizsla connection, you know? But he was he just a really sense... Seem to care. Uh, no. The bulk of them joining? He doesn't really seem to care. No, no. And I mean, it, you know, he's, I don't know, he's just... He's a much more interesting character now than he was in like when we first saw him, like in season one and everything, where it was where he was just essentially a background antagonist. Well, that's that's what I'm that, well, that's pretty much what he what he was because yeah, uh, when like look at the, the you know I collect black series figures yep. and you know. Uh, the first time, or or the only time we actually got him, uh, you know, Black Series wise, mm-hmm. he was just labeled as heavy in- infantry Mandalorian. Oh man! You know, he wasn't really like someone. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I I like to I like to have seen his. Uh... The fleshing out of his character. The fact that he has a kid. You know, it's, you know, a stolen kid, but it's a, his kid nonetheless. Yeah, fuck. Well, is it, though? Well, as much as Grogu is Mando's. Well, it's a foundling, yeah. True that. Yeah, you know. But, but, but fuck, fuck, fuck the kid, though. The kid, the kid was damn annoying, and I loved what happened to him. After getting his ass handed to him by Grogu, he goes off to, like, you know, pout. And, like, look in the water for some reason. Yeah, reflect on your shit. Yeah, pretty much. Piece of shit. I I love the fact, though, that, you know, like, everyone kind of, like, you know, got on his case. Mm. Like, 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 Grogu won, he's like, uh, you know, and they're they're all kind of like, if you don't know, you don't know. Everyone seems to to accept Grogu. They do. They're just like, okay, he's one of us. Like, yeah, let's we, go. <laughs> we see his face and shit, but he's so cool, you know. Oh yeah, well there you go. He, he his coolness level, you know, surpasses everyone else, and they just accept it. Yeah, you know. So yeah, um, uh, where was I? Um, yeah, Vizsla's kid ends up getting kidnapped by a giant bird. 
that apparently has been doing a lot of taking people. Fucking victims, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's and, one thing that, that uh, one issue that I, have, I really have with this episode, but we mm-hmm. will get to it. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, so Paz Vizsla and, you know, Mando, and I, I love that I still call him Mando, even though I know his name is Din Djarin. I I prefer calling him Mando. It's just, Mando it's just how I roll, you know? So, yeah, they all take off after this giant bird with their jetpacks, which I find really funny. You know, like, you have ships there. There are two ships, right? No, they right? don't. Yeah, uh, well, well, the, well, you got the N one star, the N the N one, and uh, and and uh, the ship, but I mean, yeah, they you know, don't they don't have ship of their I, own. I just love though that the fact that they they go after they it, they run like, out of fuel. They run out of fuel. That's my fucking there. issue. Like, yeah, what's the fucking point of yeah? Like, like just just build a big ass fucking jet pack. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you would think. But, you know, Bo-Katan saves the day. She jumps in her ship, and she follows the, the thing right back to its lair. Bo-Katan is thick as fuck, dude. She looks... She, yeah, 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 she does. <laughs> so, yeah, she comes back, and she is Helmet on or off? I, I, I would either say. way. Yep, either way. <laughs> So she comes back and she's like, like essentially, yo, I know where this thing is. Like, we'll get a strike team together and we'll go get your kid back. And uh, people seem to really like that. You know, it's like, like, is she the first Mandalorian that ever said, hey, let's go get these people back? Well, 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 it's literally saying that like multiple People did, but they never came back and shit. But she's got a ship, and she she's new to this like tribe, you know. So so oh yeah, for her to like say, let's go so, get the kid. I, yeah, it it's makes uh, it is every every fucking uh, Mandalorians uh, Mandalorian clans they ate each other pretty much. So yeah, yeah, for her like an outsider that just joined to say, like, let's go get this kid is a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah, they they head off, you know, and they essentially, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it like this. She decides to park her ship at the bottom of a mountain. Uh, And, you know. It It makes sense, though. that's, That's what I dig, the fact that it does make sense. You know, the fact that it's like, you know, if we if we come up here like from the from the air or whatever uh it's gonna realize it it's gonna like attack it's gonna kill the kid you know so we'll 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 climb up the we'll climb up the the rocks yeah and in the meantime and stop halfway through for some reason and like make camp yeah through that through that that, that, that was was good time we we get back to rosa oh yeah yeah he's uh He's back at the Mandalorian like compound, and the armor is. And she said, "Come here, little dude. Um, come, 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 look walks. at the forge." And he he walks right in there, yeah. And you know, she's talking to him about different aspects of the Mandalorian way. And in the meantime, she's working the forge, and as a result, our little dude starts getting some flashbacks. 
to order 66. All right, all right, okay, okay. So now that we're getting to order 66. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy what we got. Mm -hmm. But I was expecting something better. I'll just say this. I was expecting Mace. I was expecting either Mace or or like even even fucking like Padme some shit. Yeah, I was expecting Padme doesn't know what's what's like happening inside the temple. Yeah. So it could have been like Padme and then after she realized that it wasn't Anakin and shit or or just just you know but again it's like cuz you know we're expecting like Camille's and shit but yeah. I was, I was expecting either Anakin, Padme, uh Mace Windu. Yeah. Uh, no, or or even um even uh, Hondo. No, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> Hondo would have been Chopper would have been great. He would just come in like yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, you know that's how it was with me. I was expecting honestly. I was expecting Mace. Um, I was expecting that's how they were going to show that you know he'd actually survived the the battle with Palpatine and everything in the fall. Like I would, I expected them, you know, like he was going to come in like all beat up, missing a hand and everything. And, you know, but that's not what we got. Essentially what we got is uh Jedi master Kelleran Beck, who is absolutely canon, by the way. Yeah, absolutely canon. But He's, dude, uh, like you can see him in episode one. Yeah. It's Jar Jar Binks' actor. You know, um... Uh, but, dude... I'm, I'm I, not I happy for him. So am I. I mean, honestly, like, he, de- he deserves... I'm a big fan of Abyssal 1, you know? I'm a big fan of Abyssal 1, and... Yeah. You know, everyone fucking... Like, he thought about, like, killing himself. For real. Yeah. This actor actually went through, like, depression and shit because of Abyssal 1. Um, are you really surprised? I mean, he, he literally, at the time, was playing the most hated character ever created. He's a character that has since grown, never, especially I with never, the Clone Wars. Never, never had a problem with Jar Jar. Never. I, I, I used to really hate Jar Jar. Well, I found I, him I so never annoying. Did, but you know, I, I was born Clone in fucking 1996. Yeah. Honestly, though, for me, Clone Wars helped Jar Jar's character so much because you know it, it made. Are, him... are you saying that you used to hate Episode One? Not not Episode One. I I used to love Episode One, but I used to hate. You used to love Episode One. Now you don't. Yeah. I I. Let's put it this way: If I was watching it, I would I would fast forward through anything that um, that Jar Jar was in. It bothers you that much, really? It, it used to, yeah. I found him. I mean, now? No, now I'm now I, I don't care. Now you know. Um, it it is, it, it, well, we've seen due to cl- due to Clone Wars now. Due, due to what we got from Disney after. Exactly. Exactly. And it's true. You know? And it's yeah. it's it's absolutely true. Due oh, yeah? to what we got with the sequels and shit, it cost yeah. your fuck. Yeah, episode got... one now is like fine wine. Absolutely. 
you know, um, yeah, but honestly, uh, I started, I'm a, big, I, I'm a big fucking prequel aficionado. So like, uh, I never had anything against, uh, Jar Jar, but, but since we're, we're talking about Jar Jar, like, <laughs> like the first, cause you know, I was about to say I wasn't around. I was around, but I was fucking young. Mm-hmm. You know, since you're old, you're an old ass motherfucker. Oh yeah. What, <laughs> what problem did you like? Was it something that really bothered you, like from the get go, the first time you you actually seen uh, episode one? What I what I didn't like about it was well, one I didn't. Did like... you see it in the theater though? Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Okay. Um, I didn't like the way. Were you, you naked? Of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like the way he talked. I, I I found it really annoying, and I found also that I didn't like how how like overly silly he was. Now, over time, that's grown on me a lot. You know, like how like. How he's like so dumb that it's it's now your so, favorite character. Kinda. I mean, well, honestly, he's one of <laughs> he's one of the best characters in, in Clone Wars. Oh, oh yeah, I enjoy him. Yeah, Wars, you know. Sure. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing like Jar Jar again. I mean, like Jar Jar, not the actor. I mean, Jar Jar. I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing him again. Well, you'd probably see him somewhere like as like a, a hobo. And he's like living on the street somewhere, and people kick him for, like, you know. So give give someone a like a a, a credit, and you can kick Jar Jar. You know, I could see that. Um, but yeah, um, I I don't know. I I always just but it did 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 Jar Jar ruin. It, it didn't. He didn't ruin it because I could essentially ignore him and watch the other characters. Did you? But, did you ever went through the, the you know you know the good old days of like fucking shitting on Star Wars Episode One and hating mm-hmm. on this movie? Did you went I, through through it? Did you use? I the- I I never hated Episode One because I always found um, what it did right was so much better than what it did wrong. Yeah, yeah, good shit, so, good shit. Yeah, Absolutely. so essentially you had, like, a great movie with one kind of crappy character in it. That's how, that's how well, well, it's going to sound kind of bad to say this, but one race of crappy characters. I didn't like the Gungans. I found them too annoying. Oh, wow, what a fucking racist. Yeah, I'm racist against Gungans, goddammit. Cancel Glenn. Yeah. No, I don't... There was something about them. I don't know what it was. I don't know whether it was the design... Because the design's kind of weird, and they look like... They look like uh, Star Destroyers, when you actually look at them. Well, I prefer Walking Star Destroyer than, like, fucking... Yeah. ...shitty-ass rehash of, like... ...characters that we've seen, or, like, half-fucking-baked scenarios or writing or anything that's you know? that's true don't, don't get me wrong I'm, I'm i'm like i definitely agree with that i i just thought i don't know you know they could have they could have they added this new you know race of aliens that it was supposedly like this 
like they were going to be this like big deal, you know, and they kind of were in episode one, but then yeah, they, they were in episode one. After that, they kind of dropped off, and except for when Jar Jar, you know, handed the Republic over to the Empire. <laughs> yeah, through that. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and then, then for for anyone listening that don't know, um, he became like a a street uh, artist or some shit. Like I said, pay your five credits, get to kick Jar Jar in the ass. Yeah, but he's like a he's like a, a street performer. He's like dancing or some shit. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Uh, yeah, you know, he was never my favorite character, and I think well, well, I hope so because that would be fucking weird. Yeah, you know, um, episodes two and three were stronger with less of him in it. He's a character that that's what I think it was with episode one. There was too much of him. He was a character, I think, that would have worked better, not necessarily in the background, but like as like, like like if he didn't talk as much. But dude, again, I gotta argue with you because mm-hmm. I actually started. I'm gonna send you some screenshots. I started a discussion on uh, some uh, Star Wars Reddit page and. Mm-hmm. Because someone was like, oh, uh, like, he was saying exactly what what you were saying. Like, mm. he takes, like, so much place and, uh, like, in episode one and shit. Honestly, that is bullshit. That is bullshit. The, Jar Jar mm. is literally a background character for most of the film. He's just goofing around and shit. But the plot doesn't revolve around him. I think that's what the the problem is. Like, yeah, he's acting like a background. He's he's a background character, but he's not acting like a background character. He's acting like, you know, like how many times have you watched Star Wars, and instead of oh, watching okay. what's going on in the front, you're watching the background to see what Jar Jar is doing. But we don't get much of fucking Jar Jar. Every, everything that is happening, happening with, you know, uh, in Watto Shop and shit, it's all background shit. Like, like, even when Qui Gon, Anakin, should like they, they go to where Anakin lives with uh, mm-hmm. his mother Shmi. Like, you know, we get the scene that you know Jar Jar is like trying to get an apple and shit. And it's just a brief scene. It's not even yeah. that long, dude. It's like twenty seconds, and like Qui Gon takes his tongue and like, don't do that. Like, you know. Yeah, and we get other scenes like you know the like oh nasty because like like a yeah. camel thing farted or, yeah or or like his song is like stuck in like the uh, the fucking uh, pot racer yeah but it's small things it's small moments because it's it's small moments it, that it's super it's not long moments. But you get him often. Yeah, I, I would. I always think I would have preferred just kind of less of Jar Jar, and I, I'd have, I'd have been totally fine with it. You know, um, essentially, I think what it is is when you look at like a New Hope, an Empire, and and Jedi, you know, they're all fairly serious stories. 
And I mean, it takes they take place during a war. So, you know, that's how it's supposed to be. But, but, but the character Jar Jar isn't serious. He's, like, dumb and clumsy and shit. E- exactly. He's he's the one that would get, like, shot first in the, yeah, in the war. Yeah, but if he were to be around in the OT, he would still be the same. That's what the character is. Yeah. It's not, it's not like, done purpose, uh, purposefully for the plot to move on or to... to be more relevant. He's just yeah. there as just a, a, a background character or or or, I th- I, or what I think happens is I think you know George Lucas was like you know what we have this technology now we can use all this stuff and make like oh, characters course, and everything course, course. and he made Jar Jar and he was think I think he thought that Jar Jar was going to be you know the next big thing. You know what's what's fucking and funny? It though? just wasn't. <laughs> Everyone was saying like, "Oh wow, George Lucas, good job!" Oh, like, what a racist! Like, <laughs> everyone was saying like, "Oh, okay, so that 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 is literally making fun of like you know African American or like African accents or tribes and shit." Yeah, <laughs> but you know what's so funny though? What? George Lucas' girlfriend, like, wife is black. There you go. <laughs> so, like, what? There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things, you know. I don't know, just, just as a character, I'm not the biggest Jar Jar fan. I dig him in Clone Wars, though. Because... Yeah, anyway, we're getting way... We, we, we are. Yeah, we were, like, this became, like, a fucking... The, the Jar Jar show. The Jar Jar, yeah. yeah. But it's good to see his actor get some, you know, some actual screen time as, like, a pretty badass character. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Like, double double sabers and shit. Yeah. But do, do you know the story behind this character, actually? Uh, not really. I haven't heard anything. He was, like, a, a, a protector of, uh, you know, before Disney bought Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He was a protector of uh, the younglings. He was actually one of the the most skilled uh, oh. lightsaber user. Well, he used to have uh, a purple lightsaber, actually. Oh well, oh. <laughs> so, uh, you, you know what I'm gonna say? The bootleg Mace Windu. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Man. but he 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 used to be. Um, like uh, the protector of younglings and shit, like a, an instructor and shit. So it makes sense for him to be there and save uh, Grogu. Because well, apparently, you know, it was worth showing up for Grogu, but who oh, cares about the others? Exactly. He's the only one that matters. True that. True that. Though. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm I'm glad he's getting his. Uh, is do if you will, yeah. yeah you know, um, honestly, can you imagine how bad it would have been? Can you imagine how bad? Can you imagine how bad it would have been? Like, you know, he almost killed himself, like we're playing Jar Jar, and, yeah. and, and again, everyone fucking hates hates this character. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My my main thing was just you know, it felt like a a bit. I'm going to say a wasted opportunity 
but true, you know, true. it's a waste of the opportunity. It, it what I think they should, you know what you want, you want him in it. That's fine. You should have had a thing where, you know, Mace Windu comes back with his bloody missing arm, whatever. He saves. Could have been like te- teaming up with some. Yeah, and then him, when he's coming out, he sees this dude and he's like, "Come here, like guard this kid," and sends him off with him. Yeah. While he stays back to deal with, uh, you know, with uh, the events of Order sixty six. Yeah, I, I think. Was. Yeah, I think that would have been kind of cool. Um, and you know, the thing is, we've always kind of wanted it to be someone like major that saved Grogu. Yeah, that's that's where the disappointment comes. Come yeah, from. where it's like it's just some dude. You know, like, honestly, if you didn't know it was the actor who played Jar Jar Binks, would you really have cared? Well... Like, some random Jedi shows up and saves him. Well, it's not really a random Jedi, because I knew who he was. Yeah. But, I mean, like, if you didn't. Like, if you didn't know the backstory, just, like, some random Jedi shows up and saves him. Yeah, it should have been, like, Watto. Oh, yeah, Watto would have just, like, you know, sold him. Yeah, yeah, like oh, like, like picking him up and, like, selling him. You would make me some good money, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What do you know, Jedi? <laughs> oh, I, wouldn't it have been great if it had been um, a hut? Yeah, just a big uh, <laughs> just kind of you know slowly comes into the end of the shot, like with a lightsaber, and it's just kind of just hitting people with it. Yeah, or <laughs> the, he's the, too big to use it properly. Uh, yeah, or the later half of Mo uh, of Maul. Oh yeah, just his legs. Yeah, his legs come in with like a kicking, kicking uh, kick the the uh, <laughs> the brand around. Oh man, that would that would be hilarious. Okay, so where were we? Oh yeah, so we've now had our flashback with uh, Grogu about Order 66, and uh, you know. One thing, though, that uh, no one really knows is mm-hmm. who sent the Naboo uh, silver ship to pick them up? I don't know. It's never, it's never discussed. Unless I hope we get some answers. I, I still wonder, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be cool if it was Anakin? Nah, that that's that's no. That's see, I, see the but the my whole thing would be he would have done it with a purpose. His his idea would have been, you know, I'm gonna keep like this one. You know, maybe as like uh when the time comes I can train this one and we can take out the Emperor sort of thing. Yeah. It would well, be it would be good. But then again, you know. then again he doesn't really even know in what he's like getting into at this point. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> so yeah, we've we've had our nice little flashback and we get back to seeing the armorer has made Grogu another piece of Beskar armor. Which is kind of awesome because it's it's way too big for him. But it's, it's it's literally like a 
like a fucking frisbee or some shit. Well, it's supposed to be a pauldron, you know, so it's supposed to be like for the shoulders, but it, it, it's enough to cover his entire chest. Is it supposed to be? Uh... Uh, yeah, I think it's supposed to be like a pauldron. Isn't it just like a big ass flat circle though? No, it's like curved kinda, but you know, I guess you know, she looked at him and she's like, Well, it won't exactly fit his shoulders, so let's like make him like a chest plate. That shit must be fucking heavy for him. Well, apparently Baskar is in the heavies. Yeah. So yeah. In the meantime, um <laughs> I love the scene like where where she's like like fucking taking his little uh little coat thing off like and just yeah, putting like, it under and then it's yeah like, there you he go look, he looks at it and like hmm? he's like oh yeah it's like yeah. <laughs> oh man so in the meantime Bo-Katan and everyone uh they're they're having dinner yeah and it's 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 shown how, how mandalorians eat because she literally asks him how do we eat if we don't take our helmets off Mm. And it's like, kind of, well, we all take some, we just kind of wander off somewhere, and you get to sit by the fire, because you're, like, the leader of this group right now. Yeah, can you can you imagine, like, fucking, uh, I don't know, like, the holidays, or fucking... Everyone gets together, and everyone's just in helmets. <laughs> Every, everyone fucking bails, each in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it, they've had, like, a huge party, and it's like, okay, time to eat, and everyone just scatters. Yeah. <laughs> or the, the the holidays uh, that everyone fucking eats uh, turkey. I, I, I Thanksgiving. I yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and like no one's around. They're like all scattered. Scattered. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So then it cuts to the next day, and this is an one issue I have with the episode. Um, they left this kid alone for like an entire day with this giant bird. It would have eaten him by now. That is true. That That is absolutely true. You know? But yeah, so they, they climb they, up. They were just fucking lucky. They, they, they really were, yeah. So they climb up, and, uh, you know, th- that here's where you learn that, you know, uh, that this kid is actually Paz Vizsla's kid. Yeah. He's like, son... Oh yeah, and let's be let's be honest. He kind of screws everything up. You know, it's it's like you know, like be quiet. We'll go we'll go like you know quietly well, if, and everything. If he, if he had dude, just runs out there just by by himself. He'd be dead. Oh, he would in a heartbeat. Essentially, they find you know like is it two or three, like three, three um, young giant bird things. And uh, the mother one is the one that has the kid. And apparently she hasn't eaten him yet. She's just carrying him around for like an entire day. Yeah, this is this is this is weird, though. It's very weird. Um, <laughs> I, I just thought, wouldn't it be kind of cool if it was all Grogu? Grogu summoned the bird and sicked it on the on the on Grogu's the on writing. the brat. Yeah. And like, like don't don't hurt him. Just take him away and do something but, with him. But you're right. It, it's weird. It's 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 really weird. Yeah, the fact that they they find they find him alive and they, you know. But 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 
is is uh, it's, uh Pat Zizla's kid mm. is grabbed because he's on the under the like the branches and shit. Or, he, the, or the mother pulls up. With the mother just vomits him up, doesn't it? Oh, true that. He just kind of blah. He's like, dead. He should be. Uh, you know, you know what? Ma- he was magic. in the fucking digesting system for like a day. You know what? I'm saying that his Beskar helmet saved him. I don't know how, but it did. Well, it should be just like his It head. should be just his head, yeah. <laughs> but, but you're right. You're right. Don't yeah, they it's a little, it's a bit, a bit iffy there. But you know, they fight with the giant bird thing. And, and when the what, what, dude? When someone says, "I wish you all the luck in the world," dude, it must have been like all for fucking Paz Zizla. Because I mean, yeah, the, the kid, the kid, like she, she was flying around with the kid and. In your gut for like a day, and yeah, he's or, still or now, alive. E- either now, now the kids are hungry and shit. And sh- sh- yeah, it's it's fucking weird, dude. It is. It's very it weird. Is. Now that you're, it's, uh, yeah, dude, you're right. Yeah, and you know, so they they take off after the the bird thing, and they, they end like up like a flying star, like you know, a thousand years. You get digested for like yeah. A thousand. Could be. There you go. I mean, we know Boba can survive it, so. Yeah, but why? Why would she like vomit him up? I guess to feed the kids. I don't know. Yeah, but she would have done that before. The I know. Kids are like awoken by the Mandalorians. I don't know. All I can think it, maybe. It, uh... It's it's really weird. It's really weird. Okay. Anyway, moving yeah. on. But you're right. It's fucking weird. Yeah. So essentially, they take out the bird. The way they take out the bird is essentially they must have watched like Jurassic World and just saw that like if a flying creature goes too close to the water, uh, inevitably some big giant thing is going to come out and eat it. It's always a bigger a bigger fish. Like, exactly. Like I said. But I enjoyed this shit though. I, I dug it. I thought it was a, a good scene. I thought it was a good way to deal with, you know, a creature of that size. You know, without without it being like you know, oh, I used my uh, my special giant flying bird weapon to kill it. You know, but, but refresh my memory though. Why does the the giant ass bird like flies with the kid after though? I don't know. Plot I don't, armor. Plot armor. Exactly. Plot armor. So yeah, so um, they they save the kid, and uh, they come back to the to our uh, caves that, where they live, I guess. And uh, they they've saved the kid. Everyone's happy. They're really happy. And then uh, Bogtan's like, you know, oh, we got you know three more foundlings for you. She's brought the freaking birds. How she got them on the ship, I don't know. No idea. And and what she plans to do with them, I don't no know. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. They're not being. They're not gonna end up being fucking Mandalorians. I wouldn't think so, but I'm maybe you could. It would still be fucking cool though. It would be. Oh, it would. But hey, well, you know, uh, 
Boba tamed a Rancor, so maybe they can tame them. Yeah, but how, what are you going to do? Like, fucking... Like, a fucking Baskar helmet for, for him? <laughs> I could see it. I could see that happening. So, in, in the meantime, during... Big-ass fucking chicken, anyway. Pretty much, yeah. So, during uh, during the battle, uh, Bo-Katan lost uh, part of her armor. So, the armor says, you know what, like, like come here, I'll, I'll make you a new one, essentially. And she's like, do you want, like, the the Night Owl's loyal putting on? And she's like, no, can I have, like, a, a, the Mythosaur? And they're like, yeah, that's no problem. And she tells the armorer that she saw one. And at first, you know, she's very much like, you know, oh, you'll see a lot of things following the way or whatever. She's not really buying it but she's like she's like no i saw like a literal living mythosaur in the waters under under mandalore and it it's a good you know it's a good way to set up you know like like i've said before a way for her to essentially lead without having the dark saber yeah, through that, through that, but one yeah. thing, though, is I'm sure the armor knows the Mythosaur is real, but she doesn't want to, like, admit it. Or I, I think she knew they existed, but I think she thought they were extinct. I, I think, because we'll get more into this in episode five, you know, where she's, like, talking more to Bogotan about it, but you know, it's like I think it's it's more she's seeing it now more as a sign that like you know, time to go back to Mandalore. Mm, yeah. You know? So yeah, so that's kind of where um episode four ends. I think we've talked about episode four longer than the actual episode. <laughs> oh well <laughs> Yeah. How long? Uh, it's about twenty-eight minute episode, and I think we've been. Let me An see. Hour and yep. So there we go. We've talked about it longer than the actual episode. Um. So yeah, we now move on to episode five, which is this week's episode. Um. Uh, be- before we uh, go into episode mm-hmm. five, uh, rating. Rating. Uh. I found four to be a very in, a very fun episode that was too short, but a lot of stuff happened. I'm, I'll say an eight for me. It's a seven. Yeah, I'm giving it an eight just because you know I like everything that I saw. We just needed more. It you know had had that been like a a forty minute episode, it would have been perfectly fine. <laughs> like. Yeah, or or just like longer, but where we see more Grogu, and then yeah, this episode could have like been easily inserted in uh, episode four. Uh, uh, the, the yeah, episode four. The three, the 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 really long one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cut cut it in. It would have worked fine. Um. Yeah, so for me it was an eight. I I really dug it. You got a seven, so you know. I've said before, even kind of the worst Mandalorian episodes are still, you know, 
I don't think it ever drops below five. No, no, we never went below five. No, so you know, it, it, it's good shit. So now we move on to episode five, where um, they've got the time back. It's it's back to being like a forty minute show. Yeah, I think it was like uh, forty three minutes. Yeah, minutes. I tell you what, that's something that uh, Disney Plus are doing, which kind of pissed me off. I mean, it's like either give it like a pro- like a set runtime, or just you know, don't don't go messing around. Don't do like a twenty minute episode, then a forty minute episode, then like a like a a fifty minute episode, then like a ten minute episode. It's 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 just it's a little bit dumb. You know, just make stuff a bit more consistent. You know, that's that. But yeah, so essentially, what's happened is uh, the that they call him the Pirate King. Essentially, that guy from the first episode of uh, this season. Mm. The guy that looks like Davy Jones. Yeah. And Swamp Thing mixed together. Um, yeah, he's come back to Navarro and has decided, you know what, we're going to we're gonna blow up everything and, like, take over. Um, so Grief Karga contacts um, the Republic, who are kind of... Um, Useless. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, for... Uh, do, like you a, think, do you think, uh, the, the you know, when Grief Karga goes to talk to our dude, do, do you think he, like, do you think would, like, know the Empire and shit? Uh, yeah, I missed what you said there. Sorry. I said... I said To, uh... You, you keep you keep cutting out, man. Really? Yeah, it's weird. You hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Am I cutting it? No, nah, no, you seem to be okay now. That was okay. weird. <laughs> okay. And now you're cutting out again. What the hell is going on? Like, I see your mouth moving, but nothing's happening, voice-wise. Yo? Yeah, I, I can hear you now. Alright, is it working fine now, or...? It seems to be, yeah. Alright. Uh, okay, so, do you think the dude uh, that, um... Oh, where were we? Um... Where Griefs contacted uh, the Republic. Oh yeah, to get help. yeah. And the dude from season two um, goes to Carson and talks to uh, like some major some bureaucrat, essentially. Yeah. Do you think this dude is is in it with the like the Empire and the, the fucking uh, girl? I I don't think so. I think this is just um, Republic, um, like New Republic, like you're in or you're not. Yeah, like 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 I think it's just like New Republic um, bureaucracy. You know, because the problem is, you know, essentially like a rebel group took over a government, 
and are now trying to run it. And the, you're going to get bogged down in all the political stuff and everything. But I think this also shows a darker side of the Republic. <clears throat> Which is something, you know, I, I said like in our last episode, you know, what what I like is when you spend an entire, like a lot of time on one group of characters, like one side. And then at some point later, you realize it's like, you know, maybe not everything is good is what with, it, with it these people, be, yeah. you know? And um, so, yeah, and, uh, you know, the the bitch shows up from uh, the Dr. Pershing episode. Bro, I would, I would punch her in the face. I hate her. I honestly, yeah, I, I don't like her character at all. Like, and I mean... <clears throat> She's just. She seems. She, she looks like a, left, a fucking like angry lesbian or some shit. Um. Uh, you know, let's be honest. She probably is. But you know. <laughs> yeah, <they're> <laughs> um. You know. I. I don't know. Like I, her character is just trash. Now I'm not saying trash is in like a trash like like a badly written character or anything. I'm saying trash is in like she's a. Like, her character is a piece of trash. Yeah, she's a piece of shit, yeah. Yeah, and I still believe, honestly, though, I think she's working for the New Republic. I don't think she's Empire anymore, but I think they found in her someone to do their dirty work, the stuff that they don't want. No, I, th- I think she's people Empire. I, th- I think the Empire infiltrated <clears throat> the New Republic. It, it, I think it, she's a 100% fucking Empire. It could be. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems uh, a bit odd to me that, you know, the the guy that you had working on your cloning technology, you just sort of mind wipe him just for the hell of it. R.I.P. The brain of this dude. Exactly. Totally mind flayed. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's a it's a. It's an iffy situation. We'll see what what they do with it. Um, I don't. I don't know. I I don't like her character. Um, they could have done. They could have done better. I hate her face. The look. Everything. I hate it. Yeah, yeah. I I don't like her at all either. And you know, I like um, our boy. What's his name? Um, uh, Carson Teva. Our X-wing pilot, our like Japanese X-wing pilot or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I love the fact that he sees her and and he sees that she's like imperial and she and he he automatically like, doesn't trust her. That that's <clears throat> that's a uh, that's pretty much an imperial uh, imperial thing to say. He says something ex- like that. Exactly. Yeah, and, and he's right. Yeah, he's totally right, and. um it makes me kind of laugh, though, because when you think about the events going on at Navarro, you know, they've essentially been invaded by pirates. Could you imagine the Empire standing for that? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm sure if the Empire was still around in full effect, 
like nip, they, would, they wouldn't nip. have stood for it. They 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 would have wiped out the pirates in a heartbeat. Well, Navarro be wouldn't even exist. It's that's very possible as well, <laughs> you know. But um, <clears throat> like an independent. Yeah, it would it would be like a an little empire. little city or State, world. No, whatever. It would, it would fly with not, the empire. Not, not that way, but you know, could you imagine? Pirates invading the Empire? You think they'd stand for it? No. No, but the Republic do. Which kind of says something about the Republic, doesn't it? Yeah. Speaking of the Pirates, honestly, I, I really don't give a fuck about the Pirates. No. No. They're... <laughs> you know... It's Davy Jones's kid with Swamp Thing. But were know? they really... Essential to the plot, though. No, they, like, it could have been like imperial remnants that shows up. Or, see, you know? that would have made more sense, honestly. I like though that um, you know even our um, Carson Tiva is bringing up the fact that it's like you know there were imperial remnants on Navarro before. Now they're gone, and these pirates are trying to take it over. I think there's something more going on here, but no one's listening to them. You know, I think he's probably right. I think, you know, um, there's definitely more going on than uh, we've learned so far. Um, but, you know... I hope so. I yeah. hope we get explanations and shit. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. So, in the meantime, you know, the dude has said, essentially, you know, like, we're not... We can't do anything. For You know, they're they're not like a... A member nation. We we essentially don't care. So um, our boy decides to go off and uh, find Mando, who he knows where he is because of the droid from Episode One that was just R forty five. Yeah, who essentially contacted them and said, "Yo, I'm with this weird ass Mandalorian guy, and he's sending me into holes. I don't like it." One thing though, how. Like, because R four D five wasn't like he he was basically like given to Mando by someone on fucking uh, Naboo. Like, how did how did like the New Republic slash Rebels knew that this droid was now with Mando? Apparently, he called. Yeah, he called. Okay, fine. Because but why would why would he call? Yeah. Well, apparently he used to be a uh, Republic droid. Like he was a rebellion droid, apparently. Yeah, but it, uh, I I uh, plot armor. Yeah. True. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, so he shows up and he's like talking to uh, Mando, and the other Mandalorians aren't exactly happy to see this guy. And he just says, like, you know, I just, like, I, I want to tell you, like, you know, your friend needs help. So then we get one of the best scenes in the episode, honestly, mm-hmm. Mandalorian politics, which are literally a bunch of people stood around in a hole. I really wa- thought it was beautiful. Yeah, it worked. It worked so well. And it's just, you know, they're passing the hammers. Yeah. You give the hammer. The guy with the hammer gets to talk. And, um. So Mando's like, yo, um, like, uh, dude offered me land. 
So you know what? If we go there and help them, we can get like a home. So you know, people are they're kind of they're not. I don't want to say they're not they're bought. Not sold. They're, they're not really sold. But then you know, Paz Vizsla gets up there, and he's you know. I was so excited to like say like we don't give a blank fuck about them like fuck them and shit. That's pretty much it. But then you know. He turns the tide, and I just love this thing. It's like you know, like a, like like why would like we go and fight like for like these people we don't know where it's like because we're Mandalorians, and like that was all you needed right there. Mm-hmm. It's like we're Mandalorians. This is what we do. It was really let's, great let's go. It it was, and I mean, <clears throat> so. They decide they're they're going to help out, you know, Grief Karga, and every one of them, Navarro, they and they embark right away. They embark right away. But they like get there. The armor, even Grogu. Oh yeah, I mean, I just I love the fact though that the armor just like whoops ass just with a hammer. Yeah. Well, a hammer and like tongs, you know. It's like yeah. it's like I don't need a sword. I don't need anything like that. I don't need Mandalorian weapons. No, I just have a hammer. And I whoop everybody's ass. Yeah, they pu- they pull up and like you know <clears> just they get a ship and it, it's a good ass fucking like Dutch vibes you know type of shit like we it got is. in uh, episode three I think. Yeah, yeah, you know, it... I enjoy shit like that. Oh yeah, and it's great. And I just I it just was good love... to see like battle in the sky and on the ground. It was cool. Oh yeah, yeah, because uh, you know. Uh... Mando and Bo-Katan are both uh, using their ships to deal with uh, this giant cruiser, if you will, that's yeah. just, like, laying fire on everything. And There's uh, not much to say about this thing, though. It's just, like, a battle, and, you know, w- one thing there is to say, though, is, like, uh, the Mandalorian uh, drops, like, a pirate, and the pirate, like, falls, and his head, like, falls, like, right where uh, Babu Frick's people are. Oh, I love that. They're just like, I love that. I love that. Yeah, so, so, yeah, Mandalorian, it's a very one-sided fight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you get a few Mandalorians that get hit, but I honestly don't think any of them are dead. No, I don't think anyone is dead. I mean, even, like, they, they were shot with, like, a giant, like, uh, stationary gun sort of thing and I don't think even them I don't even think they were dead but how awesome they got, was they it? got fucking whooped and as well uh, as the, the fucking main ship the main ship got fucking destroyed and oh, yeah, completely decimated Captain went down with it and like his like main his guy was like fuck I'm out <laughs> yeah, yeah he's like screw you like uh, I'm gone uh yeah, so essentially Mandalorians come in, whoop everybody. How awesome was it to see Paz Vizsla with like a giant like uh minigun yeah, blaster? It was, and just, it was really cool. Oh, that was so cool. And uh the armorer whoops everybody's ass with uh her no hammer. Guns. No guns, nothing, just a hammer and tongs. Just kind of the way it is. So the day is one. And Grief Karga essentially says, you know, you guys, like, you know what, from, like, this, like, ridge or whatever, like, all the way over to here, 
that's all your land. Like you, you like you may not have a home planet anymore, but you got a home. It's and so cool, though. It is, and I I like the fact that you know, all the Mandalorians are just kind of like, yeah, you know, it, it's like you don't get anyone like saying like uh like we did all this, you know, and that's all we're getting or anything, nothing like that. It's just kind of like. Like this is the way. Don't we see like Babu Freaks people like celebrating too? I I love that. I honestly do. I, I just wish there'd been a scene of like Grogu just trying to grab one again. Oh yeah, for sure. For like sure. mine. <laughs> but they yeah they accept uh, the offer and um, uh, after uh, uh, well Bo Bo is invited to. Uh, where the armor is. Oh, well, yeah. it's like an ancient... It, it's the one... Uh, it's the forge that they used in... Uh, in the episode first one. Season, uh, yeah. The first season, yeah. Yeah. And uh, essentially the armor says, like, you know, like, take off your helmet. And she's like, what? And she's like, you know what? Like, do you believe, like, in what I'm saying? She's like, yeah, it's like, take off your helmet. So she takes off her helmet and essentially... Um, the armors essentially says to her, you know, like, we need to bring together, like, all the clans of Mandalore. And, like, essentially, you can do that. Because you walk in both worlds. So, yeah, it, you know. Helpful. Yeah, and it's like, it, it's time to take back Mandalore. And, you know, that was so awesome. The fact that, like, you know, she, she walks out afterwards, not wearing the helmet... With with the armor, and you know Paz Viz is even like you know he's like she's not wearing her helmet and she's like uh she walks in both worlds so it's kind of like you know yeah it's really cool. like yeah like so you know they they send her off and they're like you know what go find other Mandalorians bring them here like let let them know like this is what's going on so that that's what she's doing in the meantime um. Our boy uh, Carson Teva again has found. Uh, this is so creepy and like the, the, it the, is the probe, big ass fucking alien two vibes. You know when it's oh, canning. Definitely, hundred percent. So he's found uh, a shuttle, and uh, he's looking like he's like he contacts the Republic and he's like, uh, "There's like I found like the shuttle here. He's like, I'll send you the ID number. You send it. It's like a." Uh, yeah, that's uh, classified. So he's like, what's going on? So he sends the probe in. Everyone in the shuttle is dead. And it quickly becomes evident this was the, the ship carrying Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon's body is not in this ship. But and there he, is, was, he was freed by some man. Well, that's what they say. I mean... They they find um, a fragment of Beskar, like, stuck somewhere. But the thing is, from what we know of Mandalorians, they wouldn't have left that behind. Mm. Mandalorians would, would have would have taken that piece of leftover Beskar. Left I, armor, maybe, you know? I think this is done to essentially make it, the, like, the Mandalorians are going to be seen as an enemy of the Republic. Could be and like I, a, I, like a setup, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I think this is, um, the empire's doing, 
That's what I honestly believe. Um, <clears throat> Can't wait for the fucking final, dude. Oh yeah, it's gonna be so good. I mean, damn, and and yeah, what a way to end this episode. Yeah, I, I w- you know? like when when Bo-Katan is like introduced and shit, and like in fa- its face is black. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. done. <clears throat> and you see this, and it's kind of creepy, you know. Just oh, it's it's very creepy. It, yeah, it's it's good shit. Oh yeah, and I mean, it's hinted at earlier in the episode when uh, he's you know going to try to get help he's like you know uh like yeah whatever happened to like moff gideon like, he never went to trial or anything and it's like hmm yeah and it and so it's hinted there you know that you know they don't really know so what would you rate this episode honestly th- this this episode this gets is a in, nine for me yeah same same for me um <clears throat> this is this is every part moving the plot ahead this is yeah exactly. everything is relevant not yeah. a minute is like wasted nope no no wasted time no yeah. um no filler this is complete like plot driven a- everything makes it everything pushes the story forward I think it was my favorite episode. You know what? I, I think so, too. I really like this episode. We didn't even mention Zeb, but yeah. We, we seen oh, yeah. Our, our boy Zeb from from Rebels is there right at the beginning. It's it's just a, a small cameo. But how Dave, Dave Filoni is there, too, in the, the dinner. Yeah. I, I just love Well, it's not even a dinner. It's like a New Republic face or some shit. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I really do. Uh, so, yeah, for me, for me, it's a 9 out of 10, my dude. Yeah, same for me. This is... This is good television. Absolutely. So, yeah. should we wrap this up? Because, honestly, dude, I'm <laughs> so on the edge of pissing myself. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Until next time, may the force be with you. We will see you next week. Yeah, definitely.